it's time to catch up with Hannah McQueen from Enable Me. Morena. Good morning. You know, I thought when I first bought my apartment uh, six or seven years ago, I would um, I would choose a bank for moral reasons. So I went with a New Zealand-owned bank because I didn't want all my profits going overseas and uh, all the profits from my mortgage going overseas. And it's interesting because I, I don't actually know how many people change banks or how often they change banks, but sometimes it can really be worth considering. Yeah, I think in the last year, only 4% of people apparently have changed banks. And that's possibly because you've got these low interest rates and it's hard to kind of get line of sight as to the rationale as to why you should be changing banks. But yeah, I think normally it's when your mortgage comes up for renewal and we tend to typically fix for three years. So once every three years, you've got this this kind of opportunity to canvas the market, whatever that means, mm. and consider if you refinance. And if you are going to refinance, it normally comes down to three core reasons, although most Kiwis probably only know about one or two of them. So the, it either comes down to tactical reasons, which is cash flow, cash incentives, interest rates, cash backs. So that, that's the first thing. Yeah. And that, that's really important at the moment when some people are coming off a 2% interest rate into a 5% interest rate, yeah. right? So that's kind of, that's, that's uncomfortable no matter which way you cut it. So it will be important for those people to be tactical. Then you've got the values-based uh, rationale, which is um, either I don't like my bank or I want to be with a New Zealand-owned bank. So that could be another motivation for people to move. Or the third one is a strategic reason. And most Kiwis don't think about the strategic reason, reason for moving bank. And they kind of fit into one of four categories. You've got your first category, which is you can unlock more lending if you move banks. Now, that could be because of your own situation. So um, different banks view self-employment income differently or bonus or commission income or oh. if you get child support or if it's a multi-person application they've all got different ways of assessing these things and between one bank and another it can be more than two hundred thousand dollars of difference of lending you could access so it can wow. be quite material yeah so you could unlock more equity that's the main reason we move banks with our clients or it allows you to extend your mortgage term so you might have Reduce your mortgage term for good reasons because you're paying your mortgage off faster, but that impacts your ability to borrow for another property. So sometimes it can make more sense to extend your term, still keep your repayments voluntarily higher, but right. not contractually higher, and that unlocks more equity again or more lending ability from another bank. So that's oh. the next reason why people would move banks because it's easier to extend your term when you are a new customer yeah. rather than trying to renegotiate with your current bank. And it is a lot easier to move banks than it was in the past, right? Uh, absolutely. So often it's the life admin. You know, it's the theft. Yeah. You're like, oh, why would we do this? Things like having to reset up your automatic payments or direct debits. That's, that's enough for most of us to run a mile. Yeah. But now they can just do that automatically. It just switches across. So some of the, the push, the rub has been removed as well. So it's, it's still... It's, it's often just worth considering. So you've got unlocking more lending could be a reason, extending your term. If you've got interest-only borrowing and it's coming to the end of an interest-only period, normally like three or five years, yeah. it's, it's unlikely you'll be able to extend that with your current bank. But moving to another bank allows us to unlock another five years of interest-only. Ah. Or the, a really nice strategic reason not linked to any future borrowing is if we're wanting to remove properties from your cross-securitization with the bank, i.e. if you want to move your home out of the mix, that is a beautiful reason to move banks because... 
you're, suddenly your home is no longer part of the cross security of your debt. Yeah. And you should be looking to always remove your assets one by one from the bank's clutches. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, as you know, I'm going through a bit of a process at the moment. So that was years ago when I bought my apartment, I, you know, went with the, I went with the Kiwi-owned bank, but I'm, I'm in the process now of trying to sort out a new home and a significantly larger mortgage. So are there fish hooks that I should look out for if I do consider changing banks once again? Yes, there are always fish hooks. So if, if you have are leaving your old bank within a three-year period, the chances are you received cash from them when you signed up. Not always the case, but yeah. you would have, in most instances, that is clawed back or a proportion of that is clawed back normally within a three-year period. So that's you, you need to be mindful of that. However, the new bank is going to be paying more cash and at a much greater rate than what you would have received back then. So, yeah. so there's, uh, you've just got to be mindful of it. Uh, the other thing is to do with break costs. So when you move banks, unless your mortgage is on a floating interest rate, you're going to have a break cost. Now, that break cost could either be zero, which will be the case for most people in the current environment, or it's a percentage of the interest rate differences that you fixed for then and what the interest rate is now. Right. Now, when interest rates are increasing, your break cost normally is zero. And for most of us, if you're coming off a low rate onto a higher rate, you can assume that it will be a zero break cost. Right. But you check with your bank before that happens. Yeah. Okay, that's a really good point. And just to be 100% clear, break costs apply only when you are getting when you're looking to shift banks before your mortgage has ended. Yeah, break costs apply whenever you're wanting to break a mortgage. Some mm. people break a mortgage and stay with their current bank. So there's still a break. It's not that moving to another bank that triggers the break cost. It's right. the breaking of the contract. Because you can break a contract to renegotiate it and stay at your current bank. There's still a break cost there. But in 90% of instances, I'd expect a $0 break cost or yeah. a nominal amount, $10 or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, thank you so much. That is Hannah McQueen from Enable Me. You can find them at enable.me.